Brontosaurus. Joe and his friends will hopefully not bore us. Welcome to the Podosaurus. That's enough. It's time Yeah, I think. Did you put a sound or a noise gate on your mic on your mic at all? No, that's how it's supposed to sound like, where the claps just overlap each other. Okay. I just like I don't hear yours at all, so it could be a Discord thing on my end as well. I don't know, but anyway, well, hello everyone, and welcome back to Potosaurus. I'm tired, and with me I have Ken. Hello. And uh, Timber is recovering from COVID and other things, I believe. Didn't he get COVID? Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't believe... Yeah, see, he broke the law and then he got COVID because of that. Yep. So, yeah, so I'm tired and exhausted and just done. And uh, how about how about you? Are, you? are you tired, exhausted, and done? Yes, I'm like, I've been tired and done. I've been stressed the fuck out the last week and a half. <laughs> yeah. I, I can un- it's understandable. It's been a, it's been a rough summer overall, and like the past twenty four hours have been, or I guess almost forty eight hours have been just not great on my end. So mm-hmm. it's just I'm I'm ready for a summer to be over and it to be fall. Just any time now. This dog, I love her so much, but she wants to just sit outside. And it's humid and hot most days. Today was cool, and we have this nice big backyard that sits, like, we're renting a place that sits in, like, two acres of land. But, like, the backyard is just filled with mosquitoes. And so she just wants to lay, yeah, and she just wants to lay around and sit in the grass, which is great, but mosquitoes are biting us all up. And it doesn't seem to bother her, because she's got fur. I'm hairy, but not hairy (laughs) enough, apparently. And then on top of that, she, anytime she does something weird, she screams, like, big old yipes at the top of her lungs as if I'm beating her or something. The neighbors must think that I'm just badly treat, like mistreating this dog because I'm so mean. I won't let her do things like eat a bunch of dirt or eat one of the two piles of deer poop that we found today. Or I pick her up because she was tired and she wouldn't move. So I picked her up and she yiped I'm like, okay, but you, you didn't want to walk. And she'll also just stand there and not move. So I'm like, she's on a harness, so it's not like it's a, around her neck, like, yanking her. But I'm, like, trying to gently pull her I'm just <laughs> my direction. I'm like, just walk with me. And she starts fighting. It's like, if you just go with me, this would be so much easier. It would be mm. so much easier if you would just do that. And she don't, because she's 12 weeks old and she's literally a baby. So it's like it's like being a parent. It's like <laughs> it's like being a parent in a way, but I don't have to worry about sending this dog to college or anything like that. Dog college, yes. Oh god, don't, don't. I don't even want to think about that in about eighteen years from now. Yeah, we're gonna send her to Notre Dog. Notre Dog, yeah, yeah. Notre Dog. <laughs> also, yeah, I want to apologize in advance. After, after school program, so. I want to apologize in advance if my mic sounds really weird or my audio sounds weird today. Um, I currently don't have an office anymore, and I probably won't have one until we move sometime next year or so. Uh, yeah. Because the basement flooded twice, and then almost flooded a third time, but luckily the, the rain that was supposed to come here today missed us. So my office downstairs is no longer there, and I moved from there 
to the bedroom to now the dining room and we record at eight o'clock at night my dog and my girlfriend are still awake so now i am in her in her office that she doesn't really use um and recording on my laptop in the most echoey room in the world so apologies in advance i will work on this and before the next episode <laughs> how are you how are you because i can just complain all day i am i'm i'm all right over the last you know a couple weeks now um at a had a parental scare. Um, I also was told that I am doing this lovely depart- cross-department training, so you won't see me for an episode, which is very rare. So good, good luck to you and and Timber, and I guess that's, maybe Fangirl. I have no idea. That's not until when <laughs> September. End of end of September. It'll be the last okay. episodes of. Okay. September Thankfully, you'll still be here in. Uh... We'll still be here for the twenty for the sixty ninth episode. We're trying yeah. to plan something special ish for that. No promises because that will ultimately require Fangirl to be here. So no promises. Yeah. And I, I I love Fangirl to death, but she just has the worst luck occasionally. So every time we try and plan, and she's like, "Yeah, I can be there," then she's like, "Catastrophic things have happened." I'm sorry, and we're like, "That's understandable." It's understandable. Very I hope understandable. The ra- I'm sure, like, on the 69th, uh, the 69th episode, she'd be like, I'm sorry, the, the rapture is currently happening, but only on my block. So I can't be there because I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to figure this out. <laughs> trying to figure They've, out who's going to go. <laughs> God found out that I write smut, so he's not sure if he wants to let me in or not. So I'm, like, floating midway in the air. <laughs> Oh god, yeah. You know I'm reading I'm reading Fangirl's book, by the way. How is it? I've gotten some excerpts of it because she sent me um some stuff that people highlighted. She's like, people highlight all like the, the romantic parts. I'm like, send me the fucking I want <laughs> Yeah. I wanna yeah. <laughs> I wanna read the smutty part. I was uh when I was reading it, I was just like Fangirl, ooh, <laughs> ooh. Get ever... of uh of of oh, hold on let me let me send you the gif. This is me occasionally reading this book. Yeah, that's one. I, that's exactly what I had in my head before you said that the guy <laughs> fanning himself. Yeah, I, I think I told you. So I I follow her on TikTok because she started using that, and yeah, um, she was using it to promote her book. <laughs> and there was a couple times, I'll like you know one of the stuff will come by because like because of her sending me stuff or like following her, I get on book talk a lot. Or, like, romance book talk stuff. So, like, I'll see stuff and I'll read it. And I'll be like, oh, I should send that to Fangirl. Because it's, like... How how do I describe it? It's not disgusting. But it's definitely... uh, Like, what's the word I'm looking for? It is... Very lewd. Like, like, oh my god. Like, I read it I'm like, oh my god, those are words I read. I'm like, I should send it to Fangirl. (laughs) And then I read it again I'm like, oh my god, this is her account. This is Fangirl that wrote this. <laughs> so I said to her, I'm like, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> when I met you, we all looked at you as mom, and now we're like, oh my god. What is mom doing? <laughs> what the hell is mom doing behind the door? <laughs> okay, girlfriend has stuff on her desk. I need to not touch it, because I'm going to break it. It's nice stuff. <laughs> No, she has, like, this little thing. It's made of 
I don't know what it's made of. It's made of some kind of metal. But it's like yeah. a little like there's the the Mercy Cross on it that's like standing up. There's like a little doctor's like briefcase that has a clock and then has like a stethoscope in it, which part of it is not fully attached, so I'm like tapping it. Then it has like, you know, mm. the little instruments on the side. But like it's nice and expensive and I keep picking it up. I need to stop doing that. If I break it, I'm dead. She also has a picture of Danny DeVito on her desk. <laughs> like, do you ever watch It's Always Sunny? Yeah. Alright, so, I, I don't really watch it, because, like, I got, like, through a couple seasons, and I'm like, I get it, they're terrible people. Like, I yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I get yeah. it. That, I was like, it's fine, but it's like... Yeah, I get it, but I like it's fine, but after a while, I'm just like, okay. Okay, how has this been on for, like, 15 years? Yeah, but she has... what I'm saying. <laughs> on her desk... Because she accidentally bought um, too small of a thing. She bought something instead of being, like... she When she bought it, she had read it and looked at the numbers. Like, okay, I'll get a frame for that. Well, she read in her brain inches, but it was actually centimeters. So it's, like, a small thing. So she put it on her desk. And then the other one, she ordered a bigger one. It's in her dining room. But it's Danny DeVito when he was the artist person. Like, the big white wig that, like, looks like a, like a horseshoe or whatever. An upside-down horseshoe on his head. Yeah. They're like, this, this I like. You know, bullshit, derivative, that one. And I only know it from memes, but like now that's like yeah. hanging up in our, our dining room next to a picture of um, eggs, bacon, and toast. <laughs> we have like, um, did you ever watch Parks and Rec? Yeah. All right, so you know that um, the breakfast picture that Ron Swanson had in his office? Mm-mm. You probably reckon if you saw it. Well, we have his picture from his office. In our on, in our dining room, so it's like the Dan DeVito picture to the right is the breakfast picture, and to the right of that is like a customized um, Borzoi Cafe coffee shop thing that looks like rhubarb if she was an adult. It's I was told the things I wanted to put up in the living room were not adult enough, but then the rest of our stuff is just like. I mean, you guys have a like, picture of Danny DeVito. How is that adult? <laughs> I. To be fair, I did suggest, I'm like, oh, you could put up a picture of Danny DeVito if you wanted. Joking. Joking. I was joking. <laughs> and now we have that. If anything, I, I wanted to post, post the picture. I posted the picture I, I suggested. And then I just started blasting. <laughs> so, yeah, see, I would get, like, a cardboard cut out of him doing that. And I started blasting. <laughs> I started blasting. I like the memes from that show, but I have, like, no interest in watching it. I'm really bad at watching TV shows anyway. Like, we haven't been able to watch a whole hell of a lot since we got mm -hmm. the dog. Except, girlfriend's watching the most depressing shit in the world. She's watching The, yep. the Handmaiden's Tale, which oh, God. I, get, I, I get it, but it's like, I'm like, this is just depressing. She's like, yeah. I'm like, no, it's just like, it's, it's fucked up, but it's just depressing. Like, like I, I just want to play Xenoblade 3, which is arguably also... When you think about what it's about, it's also kind of depressing too, but it's it's a little bit more lighthearted than um, um, pregnancy slaves. So, <laughs> and I was like, "This is too real. I don't I don't need the real." I'm I'm like very off like on tangents today. I I don't I don't know where I'm at mentally at the moment, <laughs> but. Besides that, and the lovely scare that I had a week and a half ago, I'm, 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 I'm all right. I'm just all right. When, when you said, like, the, parent scare, it's just like, 
like I know what happened, but my first thought was just hearing like parental scare. I'm like, you have another kid? You thought you were? Because that's what it sounded like. <laughs> how? How? Yeah, I just. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what I parental just, scare sounds I just, like. I, I I jizzed in a mason jar and I sent it. To okay. <laughs> Someone found my My Little Pony jar. It's not my fault. <laughs> oh, God. I got a TikTok the other day <laughs> of, like, it was... So, you know about the jar. But it was... Yeah, yeah. It was, like, it was like a point of view, like, a kid, like, a while back, like, like you know, back in the 90s, like, Mom, can I have a, a mason jar? I want to make a snow globe with my toy and like the girl had just happened to pick up my little pony because of this but like in the 90s it was innocuous because like okay yeah people did that but she's like then it flipped to her like now and she's just like oh my god like oh my god no no so i sent that to people and i accidentally sent it to fatal and she doesn't (laughs) know about the jar and she's like i don't know if i want to google that i'm like don't it's a it's not a snow globe it's like well what is it it's a jar with a rainbow dash figure and boiled jizz. Don't it's Google it because you'll get images. It, it, it's, it's a kind of snow. Remind me to put the E on this episode. <laughs> I just assume you do on every episode. No, because not every episode do we get too explicit. Because if there's just, like, profanity, it's like, oh, he said a fuck word. But if we're, like, saying the word jizz, yeah, we definitely need to have it on there. <laughs> nope, since we got a jizz, 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 jizz. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm, you know, like, you tell me that you go partial through the episode occasionally. I'm just imagining you just forgetting that we had this conversation. And you yeah, <laughs> just, like, just around this part. <laughs> on a good day where I'm not running behind, I usually let the first, like, five minutes play at least. So I know the audio sounds fine after it's been downloaded. Because, you know, things can get corrupted when they get yeah, uploaded yeah. or whatever. So, like, I still listen to that. So I haven't been able to do that for, like, the past couple months because of moving and stuff. But... I'm going to do it yeah. with this one, and I'm just going to hear it go off and say that, and be like, oh, God. Because I'll be in the living room when I'm doing that, with my desk is. Also, yes. the air conditioner, like, keeps kicking on. I like this house, but it's drafty. And ah, we see. can't use the basement. So what you've been playing? I have only been playing Xenoblade 3 outside of stream. On stream, I have been trying to play Tales of the Abyss to finish it, but having mm-hmm. um, full full-time rhubarb throughout the week uh it's really hard because sometimes i'll get i can get anywhere between um two and three hours of game and then rhubarb needs to go out because sometimes she'll just sleep in the mornings and like yesterday i took the whole day off so i could work with her so you know i went on a walk everything came back and i figured okay i'll work on stuff at my desk because i just kept working on a new overlay and like we'll just like see when she needs to go out she slept most of the day throughout all the time that she was like normally active during stream I'm like ah so it's just because i'm talking you wake up and you're a pain in the ass so trying to get through tales of the abyss it's not a, i'm happy i gave it a second chance but like since i made no progress last week because the dog i just feel like this game's dragging and apparently i'm only like halfway through it i need to get to a turn-based game that's a game i've played before so it will be a little bit easier to do this Mm-mm-mm. but 
Outside of that, I've been playing Xenoblade 3. Um, I've been looking forward to it. I went into it knowing pretty much nothing about it. I like I knew that there were from the trailer the first trailer I knew there were like six main characters that you control like the party size is six this time which doesn't sound that big but um when it's an action RPG and everyone's on the well, like on the field at the same time it's a lot so it took me about 10 hours to fully understand what was going on the NPCs mostly can handle themselves um but early on like they if there there's if there's healers, they don't always understand that like all the healing in this one is you don't select a certain character and then heal them. You are everything is AOE based. So like if you have a healer, they have a healing move, you need to go in the middle of a crowd and use the healing move so you can heal as many people as possible. And a lot of the things they do at make rings on the ground. So like you'll have like an attack up and you'll put a ring on the ground and everyone within that, that circle will have a boost. Well, the whole point is to keep taking these like buffs and overlap them. So, like, say that you have your attack ring, like you know, in the middle, go off to bottom right a little bit, and put like a defense ring, and then maybe an evasion ring to that. So it's like a triangle of that, and then the middle put like a circle, like put a healing circle. So whoever is in the direct middle is getting all the buffs that they can. So that's what you're supposed to be doing with it doesn't always work because the NPCs are kind of stupid. Some of them create rings just by their character class being around. So if you're near them, the, your defense goes up. So it's an interesting mm. system, but it took a long time for me to fully get it. And now I just kind of like wing it. Because on normal mode, it's not too hard. A lot of Xenoblade is like, as long as you're at the level or a couple levels higher than a boss or an enemy, for the most part, you're good. Um, apparently hard mode makes it a little bit harder, obviously, but... Uh, it's a lot of his level base and just making sure like you have six characters and there are three character cat class types. Um, oh, by the way, just going forward, uh, probably for the next 10 minutes, at least I'm going to be talking about this. So spoilers, if you don't want anything, hear anything about the game. Um, so there are two factions in the game. Um, and each care, each one, each side has three characters and that's how your party's formed. And they all have like attacker, defender, healer. And they all have a distinct version of their class. So the attacker on the one and the other one, the main guy, your main character, he uses a sword. The girl uses a hammer. Then the defenders, um, one uses like a giant shield sword, like it can double as both. The other one uses hmm. like um, chakrams. And then your healer, okay. one of them uses origami. And then the other one uses a staff that's also a rifle. So, like, it's an interesting mix, and then you get more character classes from more characters you meet, and you everyone initially knows everyone, like, all six of the base ones, and the more you get, they go to one character, and the more you use that character or the hero that you got it from in the party, um, then everyone else can start learning that as well. So it's interesting how you build it up. It, um, The game incentivizes you to keep changing up your classes. Like, if you hit max level, like, you hit to 10 and then 15, I think, is max, but it will be a while for that. Uh, As soon as you hit 10, the game's like, you should change and try something else right now. And it'll do that a couple (laughs) times until you finally do it. And um, so, so like, you have your main six, they have their their classes, and you get other ones from a seventh character. So you can keep swapping out the seventh character, and you can, like... Say you're somewhere where you think you're going to need a third healer more than you're going to need um, a third attacker, a third defender. You can kind of mix that up. Um, mm. So it makes some areas easier than others. Or you're like, oh, I'm trying to level up 
these three characters, they all need to figure like learn attacker, but then I don't have a defender. Well, you can just pop in a hero that's a defender and go into the battle, as long as it's not like specific, this hero needs to be there for this situation. So there's a lot of customization, and it puts a lot of effort, or a lot of um, focus on the like the, the cast being an ensemble instead of just like like, because even though the other ones did were like, have ensemble groups, it was like, very distinctly in the first game, Shulk is the main character. In the second game, Rex is the main character. And Noah is the main, but like, he's not the only main. Everyone has kind of like, not exactly equal footing, but I'd say Noah and Mio are the biggest ones, and then everyone's just like, everyone else is like, a little bit below them. But I've been having a ton of fun with it. Music's great, the, the combat system's a much better version of what they introduced in 2 and in Torna uh, mm. that has a lot of stuff in it from it's like if they took the stuff from Torna and 2 but made it work with the stuff from 1 because like the blade system from 2 is completely gone the gotcha system is gone the stupid timed merc missions are gone the over sexualization for the most part is not present or just not prevalent and it feels like it's taking a lot more cues from the first game which is my one of my favorite RPGs of all time. So I've been really, really, really enjoying it. And I would love to talk about it a lot more, but I the problem is I never have anyone to talk to about Xenoblade. <laughs> Every time I try and oh, get people yeah. into it, they're like, oh, I'll get to it, and then they don't. I'm like, it has been three years since you said you were going to start the game, and I would love to speak to you about the game. Mm. I was going to say, but... so... Out of... Because you, you, you've played all three... And I mean, mm-hmm. I would say four, but X isn't on there, unfortunately. Cro- yeah. Cross, like it's so. I'm trying. I've been waiting to see if Cross has any like purpose in this because, like, it's obviously very obviously the world of one mixed with the world of two. If you played the game one and two, you'll understand. But also the there's just features from the world of one and two very obvious there. So like they haven't acknowledged it yet, but like it's very mm-hmm. obvious that's what it is. But there's also some things that are just reminiscent of Cross. Like, especially all, like, there's mechs in there. You don't have them, but there's enemy mechs and stuff. And there's at least uh, aspects that are there, just not the characters or a story or anything. But sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, because I'm like, it, you, you've played pretty much all of them at this point. Hmm. As a dry, dry run, because uh, I'm pretty sure I'm able to talk about this either next month, but I probably won't be on that episode. Mm -hmm. If you were to rank, so-called rank, the three games as of right now, where where would you put that then? So, in terms of, I guess, I guess story, music, and I guess battle or mechanics let's kind of rank it in three general generalizations there so at least just for like in general i would probably rank them at the moment i'm having a hard time i really like one so i'm like un unwilling to let that un, like unseat its spot as number one but i think three is very close to one and then cross and then two i would probably rather play two over cross just because of like it has a story and cross really doesn't but like mm. The mechanics, for, like, as, as far as mechanically, I think one one is really simple, and three is an expanded version of it. I say mechanically, three, one, uh, I always forget, Torna is basically its own game as well. So it'd be like three, one, Torna, cross two. Two, like, hmm. 
it's just like it's little things there like the gotcha mechanic to try and get rare blades and like you need common ones even though it's they're pointless but you have to get them for certain skills but everything's random so like you might get stuck at places in two because you don't have fire mastery so like at one point in the game you need this ability this field skill called fire mastery two of your main character blades have it you need like i think level three to five so which means you have to pull a common blade that has fire mastery no other rare blades have it and it's random so you can't be like oh i got a common core that i should be able to pull one from here no the cores go from like legendary rare common and everything has an equal chance for the most part of being in any of them but you'll have a higher chance like of the common blades like if you need a specific type because there's different body styles one might be in rare over common so like it's just a nightmare to figure that out and it's stupid and you don't have to deal with that in any of the other games but then like cross has the weird thing of like trying to get your your um your scale your mech you have to go like it takes like 20 to 25 hours in the game. You have to go through licensing things to get, like, you have to, like, earn the license for it, and then you get a mech. And the mech can break. I Mine broke and I reloaded the game. Because you'd have to rebuy it, and it's expensive. So, like, those two mechanically, I'd rather, like, like cross better than two, but, like, they both have weird things to them. Torna is basically two without any of the bullshit. It doesn't have the timed mm. missions. You have your rare blades, but you don't have to worry about pulling them from a gacha. You get them from the story. If they ever decide to like go back and redo anything from 2, I hope they just rip out all that bullshit stuff. It just makes it so hard to play because of it. Yeah, so like there, there's a, a popular, I guess, a, a, he, I, I don't know what to call him. He's a, he's a variety streamer, too. Mm-hmm. And he, he mostly does JRPGs as well, and he's a huge Xenoblade person. And when I was... I, I saw his tweet about this, and he he said, story-wise, he said it was 2-3-1. One one story is 2-1-3, so... So, one doesn't have the most unique or, like... Uh, like deep story. I I like it a lot. It's a very cozy story. Yeah. And I think two has some better aspects in it, but like, you have to. I wouldn't say two stories better than one because you have to drudge through a lot of like anime horny stupid bullshit to get through it. Like I do yeah. not think the story for two gets interesting until like the last third of the game, because I had mm. played it the first time I played through in Japanese. I got through like forty eight hours of the game. And I'm just like, I'm losing interest in it. And it took me a while to get through the first game because I played on the Wii and the 3DS. And I remember at 3DS I got like soft lock because not soft lock because I just like I didn't have a high enough level to get through the final bosses. I didn't want to grind. And I liked the story of one. Three story seems very interesting. I'm just waiting to see where they go from for it. But a lot of it's hard to rank them because three story seems very heavily dependent on one and two. So like if you don't play one and two, like if you just go into three, you're going to be confused. I think because someone was oh, asking, yeah. I, like, I would, I would assume that if I were to play these games, well, obviously I would have to a buy them all digitally because I, I probably won't be able to find them physically anymore. I mean, even though they're all on the Switch at this point, right? Yes, um, everything but Cross. All, everything, everything but Cross, obviously. They're all so on all the, the Switch, main, but the, all the main stories on them. Switch. 
Yeah, I probably would have to buy them digitally because buying them physically is probably out of the question at this point. Um, you can you can buy one three one and three. Um, you can get very easily because they're the most recent ones. Two went out of print, but I think they might have done a smaller print of it. And then Torna, you can buy the physical or you can just download the get the season pass, which includes it. And it's like a thirty to forty hour game on its own. Uh, so you can get the whole thing. Like two might be the only one you have to buy digitally. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, someone was asking about 3, and they're like, like, can I play it? I'm like, you could play it, but none of the things that they allude to will hit you hard. You'll just be like, oh, this was a neat RPG, but I didn't know what was going on. For me, like, it's not like they've, it's not like they've, like, outright said, like, oh, this is X, Y, or Z, but, like, they'll switch to a cuts, and you're like, I know that voice, I know who that is, what the hell's going on, and, like... Like, there's just little things about the world, like, you'll be going through, and you're like, oh, I recognize this from this part, but it's different, and it's mashed up with this from that. So, he he also put the best for music, he, he equaled two and three, and it's better than one. I, two's music wasn't as good as one. Mm. Like, it's, I, I'm sorry, like, two had decent, had good music, but, like... I'm sorry. All all the ba- the battle themes in one beat anything that happened in two. Mm. Like I don't know. Well, let's 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 just put it at this point because at this point right now I'm I'm picking up my switch a whole lot more, but that's mostly because mm. of Fire Emblem. Um, I'm probably gonna play that once I finish Three Hopes. I'm gonna probably go through Live Alive and and Project Triangle Strategy at least once. Mm. So probably at the end of the year, at the rate I'm going, I'll probably have a a, a mind to go pick up Xenoblade 1, 2, and 3. I so will say I'll for Xenoblade probably... 1... Sorry. Yeah. I will say for Xenoblade 1, keep in mind it is a Wii game that was like... Yeah. Like, it was a Wii game, so like a lot of stuff in it was held back at the hardware. They did a pretty good job of quality of life stuff, but like, it just, it is how it is. The side quests are not that exciting them because a lot of it's just like go pick stuff up, but like a lot of them auto complete once you get enough items and then you just get the experience. You don't have to like go back. Don't try and do everything in the game. And they also added in an expert mode so you can, in a casual mode, so you can make the game as hard or as easy as you want. So say you just want to like, if you're like, I like this game, but I don't want to do all this grinding or anything, you can just make the game easier on yourself and run through it. Okay. Um, two is the one where you're going to have to deal with gotcha pulls and stuff like that and grinding for cores if you want good stuff. So, like, mm. that's why I'm always, like, when people say it's better as a game, I'm like, but you have to do so much menial, annoying Things. shit yeah. just to grind to get cores to hope that you pull in someone good. And, like, you might need a specific blade. Or, like, if you're trying to get Cosmos, like, right now someone in my community is trying to get Cosmos as their last blade. And they can't, like, they, they're, like, gone through a bunch of stuff. They're just like, I give up. I give up. I'm tired of trying to do it. It's the last one. They've grinded for so many cores. So many legendary... Legendary cores do not guarantee you rare blades. So, like, you can open up as many as you want, and the drop rate for Cosmos is the same in a rare core as it is from a common core. Hmm. Which is stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> he did also put that the best... this three, 3 is the best world out of all of them. It's... And it's, has the best side quests. It does. Three does have the best side quests because, like, you're at least going through and you're like, okay, so these the side quests you do, like, the bulk of each chapter I've noticed is not actually like the main story. It's going to like the different towns and um, 
doing stuff or things there and like since it's not a ton of characters in the towns and you're trying to like learn more about the world like they're actually interesting what you're doing for the most part it's like we're actually going to do a thing you're learning more like it's a lot more world building compared to one and two two side quests were not very good and then ones were like a lot of fetch quests because it was a wii game but i think one had the best world because it had the most like mind-blowing like because you're going through like oh this world's so big and we're on like technically a a giant being at the same time we're on like a, Mm. a titan but two did that as well, but two didn't do much with its world. Like I'm gonna be honest, like most of two's world I was just like I'm bored. Uh it wasn't that it was bad, but like since it went far more um it went less sci fi and more fantasy in that one, I was bored a lot of the time. It's more I think it's more steampunk would probably say, but I was more bored with the world because I'm like I, I just I don't care. And also the dub for two is really bad. I recommend Japanese for two, and then English for one oh, and three. I was going to say, I can switch it to Japanese, right? All, yeah. all three games? I recommend one and three in English, though. It's just two, I absolutely hated the English dub. The localization was rushed. I see, I see. Um, as of best design, i.e. like UI and pacing, he put hmm. one, three, two. Yeah, I could agree with that. Two's is very busy. One's... um, UI is pretty easy to follow but like since there's so many characters there's just a lot going on at once. Once is very simple Mm -hmm. because it's three characters and like all of your arts are displayed on a bar and like it's a very it's very simple how it's set up without any like super flashy stuff. That's why I like that game because it's very accessible compared to the other ones. Mm -hmm. It's like very good to go from like one to two to three because like it build they build on each other. And they actually explain how to play the game in three. It's nice which they don't do in two. You'll get, like, a tutorial on how to do something you should have known earlier in the game, like, 40 hours in, and you're like, are you fucking kidding me, Monolith? And then, like, this is my last thing on it. In 2, you have blade combos, which, like, you have your blades, they all have an element. When you use their special high-level attacks, it adds, like, an orb onto an enemy, and it, you can have upwards of 6, one for each element, and then when you do a chain attack, you try and break those orbs to get, like, big damage boost on it. Um... The first game had it work like um, the first game introduced like the like um the combo of break topple days and smash mm-hmm. I think maybe so you had all those and they brought them back in two and some but you don't know like so that those all go to driver combos so blade combos were the whole thing with the elements driver combos are all like the break the um break um topple days smash or like all that stuff. You, the game never explains this, but certain aspects of that are based on the gender of the character you're playing as. So if you want to do <laughs> certain things, you have to have specific characters with you. So like you might be like, oh, I like these three characters. Well, sorry, they can't pull off a driver combo together. You have to sub one of those, one of those guys out. So that's really stupid, and it doesn't explain that. And if it does, it's so brief, you wouldn't remember that. You wouldn't be like, oh, let me make sure that my genders are balanced for my party all that in three is class place so it doesn't matter all in all i mean we won't know for uh, are you are you gonna get bayonetta are you gonna get bayonetta three? Oh, i already have the um twisted edition or whatever pre-ordered the twisted edition okay as as of right now because we're we're about halfway well more than halfway through the year and you've played a handful of newer games Mm mm-hmm would you classify three as your game of the year as of right now? 
Um, let's see. As far as new games I played this year, I have played that. I have played Elden Ring, and I have played a little bit of Stranger of Paradise. Mm-hmm. I have not played a few other games I want, like Bayonetta and Live Alive and stuff. Three is by far, though. Like, I, it would be really hard to... Unless at the end of the game, it just, like... They're, like... They do a big reveal, but it's just, like, Kojima's, like, spread cheeks. Barring something <laughs> like that happening, I can't see anything unseating. This is my favorite game this year. See here. Like, Although, honestly, that might make me like it more. Because, like, you know what? That took guts to do that. <laughs> to have yeah, Kojima spread spreading his <laughs> Spread cheeks. <laughs> you know, like, for, for me... Let's see. What, what, what games have I played this year? Three Hopes... Honestly, it's been a blur. <laughs> yeah, this year is like... Did did I play anything else that was newer this year? Oh, wait, I forgot. Also, Star Ocean's going to come out this year, so I have to. we'll see how that is as well, but I can't imagine. Yes. I like Star Ocean, but I'm going to be very realistic. There's no Real. way it's going to be better than Realistic. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm trying to think about like games that I played this past year that, that were new. I mean, there was Three Hopes, but everything else is kind of a big blur. I really want to play Live Alive. I just don't know when to get to it. Yeah, that that's another thing too. Like I, I'm pretty sure I want to go b- balls deep in in Live Alive, but I don't know if another RPG is going to help because I I might need something to spread it out, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And like like for for me, I might. Oh, yeah, I'm totally forgetting. <laughs> um, Forbidden West. Forbidden West also came out this week. Oh yeah, it's okay. Most people forgot that Forbidden West came out because it came out right before Elden Ring. <laughs> well, not it's not only that, but oh, and then yeah, I played Elden Ring, but it's not only that. I've just have like this past couple weeks have been hell for me. So memory wise, yeah. I haven't been remembering what I've been playing as of late. And, and to, to, not not to shit on like uh, Horizon too much, but like that's a series where like they're good games, but they don't really do anything brand new. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah, they're fun, but it's very impressive. It's very impressive. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, uh, when I played, when I played Forbidden West, I, I don't. They, they are drumming up for a third game. The, mm-hmm. it, the story beat kind of asks for a third game. The thing is, I don't know how they properly will reset for a third game. Yeah, because once you unlock the final mount, so to speak. Why the fuck would you go back and reset yourself to go back to the original mounts? I mean, you I mean, could the, be the... placed in a different part of the world, world, so to speak, but... They'll find a way to Super Metroid her again. Yeah. Cause... And, like, but, I couldn't like, imagine like that said, not getting it, the it, third it, game. It, it makes sense. It made sense from 1 to 2 that, you know, your best armor from 1 ended up being your beginning armor for 2, and it's just worn out. Mm-hmm. It, it made sense story beat wise, but the fact that pretty much what she does in two, I, I guess I'll kind of spoil it. She a mission accomplished herself in, in her her goal of trying to awaken all the cores, and rebuild Gaia, you know, with with two that way. I mean, granted they tease that there's going to be an overarching evil still coming, that will help that, but mm-hmm. I just don't know how they're gonna super metrified herself at this point i mean 
at this point in the world. I would like to see what happens to the world. And uh, the VR game will be very interesting to see how that plays out. But I don't know how that will continue. I honestly see it. I would rather read it mm-hmm. than play it, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely at least get its its third one or whatever. Because I always think back. I'm like, remember how many games God of War got? during like the ps3 era the fact that series got so many entries and then like you have to wonder if their newer ones are ever going to get like a sequel it just blows my mind like the fact days gone like i know i haven't played it but the fact that didn't get a sequel at greenlit but then like god of war got three main games two psp games that got remastered and then a fourth game nobody asked for (laughs) ascension it's like how many fucking prequels can they do in that series? Like for they're like yeah. this happened before one. It's like yeah. Well, we all yeah know we know that. Happen. Yeah, that, that's another thing too. Like I love, I love, I love Dave Scott, and I appreciate the world. And I assume that if Sony Ben had another crack at it, they would understand what was wrong with it. And kind of make a good sequel. Because that's... Unfortunately, that's how Sony games are at this point. Where they take a good crack at what the hell they're trying to do. And they do a... Okay to mediocre kind of game for their first game. But they take all the lessons that they learn. And then they go kind of balls out on the second game. We've seen that a handful of times already. And I think that if they were to do a sequel to Days on, I mean, they, they were begging for it. The sequel, the, the, the story beat for the sequel is there. Mm-hmm. I just, that's that's one thing that is like currently upsetting me about Sony. You know, their politics aside about certain things of how they want to do games and all that stuff. It's, you know, you have these IP properties and you're still going to, that that is somewhat refreshing, and you're still gonna go and try to milk the cow. That is, Last of Us, and God of War. So, that's that. That'll be like the one thing that I'm kind of hypercritical about Sony, and I'm you know I've 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 been a big component of like. You know, I'm pretty pro Sony on this mm-hmm. podcast, and uh, to my a pro- friends, as proponent. Well. Yeah, proponent. A component. <laughs> yeah, you you are a cog. Look at you. Um, I am a cog. I, I'm just 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 hyperactively, but yeah, no, I've I fit that mold of what Sony Sony people want in a, in a typical gamer, but I am very hypercritical about this particular part of Sony that I'm. I don't agree. Granted, you know, there aren't many of the other two. Like, Nintendo has their own problems, and Microsoft... (sighs) Microsoft has their own fucking deals that I just don't know what they're doing right now. But... Well, it is what it is. Mm. All this from from Xenoblade Chronicles 3. (laughs) I... You're just... I really want to do a spoiler cast on, like, the whole series with someone at some point, but I don't know anyone that's awake at the time to talk about this that can talk to me about the whole (laughs) series. Well, 
Let me let me just try and see if I can rebuy one. If I can mm. rebuy one, I would. Well, love one to do a one game is easy to game. find. One's easy to find because it came out only a couple of years ago. Two's the only one that's hard to find because it came out like first year of Switch. Yeah. So, I'll I'll try and uh, if 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 I can get one and I go through it, maybe we can just go through a whole thing of Xenoblade of Mania or mm. whatever the fuck. <laughs> so. Oh, by the way, since our last pod, they did a tantalizing sneak peek at whatever 8 is going to be for Yakuza. Yeah, I saw like some screenshots of it, but I uh, didn't actually read anything into it. And that's pretty much all you get. <laughs> yeah, so I saw that, I'm like, I guess, Those... like, is there more? They're like, not really. Okay, then. Apparently, so he grew out his hair again, and it doesn't look like the afro, uh, Ichiban anyway, and at least Namba and Adachi are in the game. No, 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 not John yet. Yeah. As right now. They'll probably put her in there or like she'll at least be around. I'm just hoping, I'm hoping they keep like the party dynamic up and like, it'd be nice if it came back but i don't know how that's gonna work because wasn't it just a care someone who won a contest in japan yeah so it was literally just random lady <laughs> i think that's what made her so great It'd though be very because interesting like, if they at least give her something yeah <laughs> just have her st- like mean, she probably got a lot of propon a, a lot of royalties off of that <laughs> like at least in that like in a sequel just if, if they're not going to have her around just at least have random commercials play for ichiban holdings now and then yeah yeah, and I would assume. I mean, they, I mean, if it's like anything like the other games, they they do make reference to these side games later on down the line. Like for example, Kazuya made made reference that he was a, a real estate person, and it, which is probably one of the the stuff from Zeros. One of the things I did like is because I had I didn't know what happened. Also, someone explained it, but uh, when you go by in seven to Shangri La. They're like, yeah, the place used to be open until some idiot drove a uh, like yep. a construction vehicle through it. And I'm like, who's oh, it was Majima. Yeah, and you get to see that in Zero. <laughs> also, um, in the event that Sega's listening to this, please, please hear me out. If you bring back Majima, will you please get literally anyone else to do his voice in English? It's not that you picked a bad voice actor, but their voice was not right for Majima. And also, if you bring Kiryu Mark back, Hamill back again. <laughs> Mark Hamill forgot that he. Mark Hamill forgot that he did that voice. That's how long ago it was. He's just like I didn't even. It's like I was in that game. Yep, you were. And um, please don't bring back the guy that plays Kiryu because I don't know why you decided to go with that little bit of nostalgia for people, for like the the three people who played it on PS2 in English. But um, you didn't need to bring him back. <laughs> Because he was also not very good. <laughs> like, I think it was Matt Mercer that played um, Majima, who's not a bad voice actor, but, like, he just wasn't psychotic enough. I'm, I'm sorry, he just... He, he wasn't a good fit. <laughs> no, yeah, he just wasn't a good fit. Like, everyone else, pretty good casting choices. Like, even Saijima was, like, fine. But, like, Majima was not. Yeah, that's yeah. all I have to say on that. So, yeah, I know you're not going to listen to this because no one liked me, but... No one cared. You, you were made a mod on their <laughs> for like 
for like five minutes. It was the weirdest <laughs> thing. They made they modded me and then they unmodded me. I'm like, shit. What what was what was what was the the reason behind this? I, I'll wear this badge with honor. I was like all excited. I like screenshot. Did I send it to you? I'm like, yeah. I don't know why this happened, yeah. but yeah. And then I'm like, oh, it's gone. They realized their mistake very quickly. <laughs> yeah, I just want to know because you have to like yeah. you have to type out someone's name. You have to do like you have to type out someone's name to make them a mod. Like, how did they? Like, how, <laughs> who was doing what to who, do that? Closely, closely to you. <laughs> like someone else with a K name, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. But regardless, but, it looks like development on whatever eight is going to be is going through and it's it's been a while there their usual process of sh shit out a game has been kind of been thrown off the rails because of covid but which is like not we're a, back at it it's not a bad thing that they're uh taking their time on this one yeah which like like we all said that like, you know they need to really think about how they're going to do the battle system once like like I said, I'm only gonna watch the initial trailer of this game mm. and just not, and avoid everything else again. But if they are able to show what the battle mechanics for this game and how it differed from the last game, from seven, I, I think we'll have a a good good deal. I won't. I think we might see a trailer at Tokyo Game Show. Mm -hmm. That'd be at nice. At least cause... a small snippet. It's been two years, and like I'm hoping it would come out maybe March or something. Yeah, I I would think they were also gonna be next fiscal, at least next fiscal or near summer of next year. I can see it coming um, out March just because uh, the... Sega hasn't had a big game this year yet. Like I know they have Sonic coming out, yeah. but Sonic's not that big. Yeah, because it would be a bigger money maker right at the end of the year for them. Also, I also think that because of the fact that they are doing now worldwide releases yeah, is really kind of going to say since they're all coming out probably once. putting up a lot of things. Which I don't mind that. It's kind of nice that everyone gets it at one time because what kind of sucks is when um when you have a long time in between for localization, you're most likely going to get spoiled somewhere. Yeah. But, you know, when in between 2018 and 19 it was very nice to be a Yakuza fan because you were literally getting a game within every, like, eight months or so. It was so nice. Mm -hmm. And then they made <laughs> that remastered so nice. collection as well, so you get, like, double yeah. that one year. Or not double, yeah, you got so, triple. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was very nice overall. But, yeah, no, um, like, like I was kind of hinting at earlier, I was just playing Three Houses. Mm -hmm. I am... Literally eighty hours in, three hopes, three houses, or three hopes. Three you don't even know what you're playing. I'm, I'm playing Fire Emblem, <laughs> Fire Emblem Warriors. The first I'm just one? literally playing. Let's grind everyone because I I hate my life. <laughs> it's uh, it's a game. Still, so I just I just got Byleth. So you're able to recruit Byleth. There are several different scenarios of how you're going to be able to recruit Byleth. Because you could just literally kill them at, at at any point of the game. Is it only male Byleth in there? Nope, you can switch the genders. Oh, nice. So, like, you can whenever you in interact with them, you can just decide you want this one over that one? 
No, no. So, in the beginning of the game, you're given a choice. It's kind of like how you're you, you get to choose what gender you are. Mm-hmm. And they talk about Byleth. Well, they talk about the Azure Dragon, which is Byleth. Mm-hmm. And you can n- rename Byleth, and then you can genderize them however you see fit. That's nice. So, the canon. I'm I'm using quotes here. The canon genera, uh, genderization of Byleth is is female in, in this universe. It's you're the 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 main protagonist. Sheets sheet. I I don't know how to correctly pronounce their name, mm. but they're they're supposed to be male and Byleth's supposed to be female. That's the canon i'm using quotes here canon you can change it however you want but that's the canon lore that byleth is female in this one lore lore whatever that means because you just shit all over the lore within 20 minutes of the game (laughs) so but overall like i said i've been loving three hopes um if i had to sit down and really think about game of the year I don't, I don't know. It's, there's, there's, there's a lot of there's going to be another two games that I'm going to be playing, and not including God of War, and then maybe Xenoblade might just sneak out up out of, out of there as well. So I'll be I'll be eating pretty good, and then. But as of right now, let's see, see, I liked my, I enjoyed my time with with. Forbidden West, and the only reason why I'm, I'm in, enjoying so much of my time with Three Hopes is because I'm digging so much hours into it. But if I were to probably compare the amount of time that I've I've done for both games, it's probably around the same time. But <sighs> see, I don't know. There's there's that. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Or shall we go into our little mini topics here? Oh, we can go to our mini topics. I really haven't had a whole lot of else going on. It's just all I've been doing is taking care of my dog and trying to find a way to work, and <laughs> they both drive me crazy. So that that's it. Okay. Well, there, there's only a couple things of note here. I mean, over this past weekend there was Evo, mm-hmm. which I did I not was watch. Pretty good. Before that, one person yeah. asked me again. I did not watch Evo. <laughs> not watch Evo. <laughs> Probably gonna have to deal with it again. No, I think I made it clear. I'm like, I don't. It's like I don't follow fighting games, and I don't follow anything that's esports related. Like I. Well, uh, it's it's pretty funny. So Warner Brothers had their multi-verse game, whatever the fuck, their Smash clone game mm-hmm. that they had. So apparently they were giving out betas, and they were doing out initial like tournament bracketings and stuff like that and for pros to come in and play the game the person that got eth got like a grand like one thousand dollars and they're like oh hey thank you wb for doing this and then someone posted a picture of getting eighth in the the melee tournament which was fifty dollars and i was just (laughs) laughing (laughs) because who no I'm sorry, Smash people. No one cares about Melee except for, like, the three of you who still play it for some reason. I Well, no one cares about Melee because... Of, and Nintendo is definitely not going to care about you guys because the Smash... Oh, boy. The Smash community is uh, fucking horrible. 
and filled with pedophiles. And you can smell them here. Yep. And everyone was making that lovely comment throughout the entire time. They were saying, wow, did you know a lot of so nice this year. Odd, odd, odd spring point off the that one big negative one from the Smash community. Did you know a lot of emo band like members are also like <laughs> like getting into trouble for stuff like that? What? <laughs> I found this out recently. There's like, oh, why is so and so from this this emo band we grew up with trending? You're like, oh. And it's a lot. It's a lot. It's more. It's more than a few. Oh no. Also, some of those I'm like, wow, this is a big list of emo bands I haven't listened to as well. <laughs> I don't know why. I just I got into this huge pop pump craze over the past weekend too, and I was just like, oh man, high school's great. <laughs> yep. I was like, I was listening to uh, 1985, and I was like, man, the the age gap between the release of that song and where we are currently is around the same. Yep. Next year is the same amount of time. Yeah, 2005. When the, the time between 1985 and that song came out. <laughs> I think I heard it was a uh, uh, someone on TikTok. They had done like a parody cover of it of 2005, and they're like, no, this hurts. This hurts. Don't do that. <laughs> don't 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 do that. Don't modernize the song, please. Please. It's gonna hurt. It's it's gonna hurt really bad. <laughs> but yeah, no, the whole huge thing, there's there was a couple news off of Evo. Obviously the two characters from Street Fighter Six, Jury, who everyone is like going foot fetish crazy over right now. Oh yeah, I heard about by, that. Uh, Muji. Muji, he is going fucking crazy over Doreen right now. Oh, and then Kimberly. Kimberly is very interesting. So she's a ninja player. So I'm very thankful that they are getting getting another ninja character. I wish they would get a character so. from Power Rangers because uh, Battle for the Grid got Ryu and, and uh, Chun-Li. Ryu and Ken, yeah. So it would be nice if they... Uh, got a power rangers character is like a, a guest character this time around because it can work because in in the u.s they can call it power rangers and then japan they'll be like we got a super sentai character and they'll be they'll be hella confused on that yeah <laughs> but on also like a majority of the fucking games every single game that was done by like all the japanese companies just got fucking robot netcode sns uh SNK games all got robot netcode. I think it was Sam Show. Uh, I think Guilty already had it. Uh, King of Fighters is definitely going to get it. Uh, they also announced that there's going to be a new Fatal Fury, <laughs> Fatal Fury game. Why? So that'll be very interesting. What was the Tekken thing where they showed like the smiling Kazuya? Did so the... they they hinted at. That they're gonna make eight. Okay. Literally, the after the tournament, uh, they were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna do all these things because we're gonna rebalance Tekken Seven. So they're doing another year of Tekken Seven. The Grand Finals is gonna be in like Europe somewhere, 
and that'll be March. And the final shot of it, it shows a, a repurposed footage of the old footage from Tekken 1 where Kazuya throws off Heiachi off the, mm-hmm. off the cliff and he, the fucking dorky-ass smile that he does with the really, really interesting 3D. And then it shifted into modern-day Unreal Engine Kazuya smiling, and it just says, get ready. And it's, it's modern-day Kazuya because he has a scar over nearby is underneath his cheek which is canon in the modern games so everyone is going crazy because everyone thinks it's eight mujihi is playing um playing the the gambit here and saying no it's gonna be tekken tag tournament three. Oh yeah but everyone was thinking it's eight and i i'm also thinking it's eight seven has gone on long enough they've they've gone through three rounds of dlc seasons mm. so it's it's good enough that they, that they leave it someone here. said something along the lines of a uh, tech and tag tournament almost that that like side series almost killed the franchise is that true or i thought people liked tech and tag tournament i thought so too i've I'm, so i'm not deep into the tekken fgc community mm. so it I, I assumed Tag Tournament did well, but I guess because of the fact that they really just wanted a single-player game, comparative. Uh, so. Yeah, when you're, like, do, when, like, um, two-on-two, like, I feel like unless it's a series that's always been like that, it's a hard sell for people. And, yeah. it, like, it also and came then, out, like, the like whole thing. it also came out around the time that they are supposed to be doing Street Fighter versus Tekken, and Tekken... Versus Street Fighter and Tekken Tag Tournament 2 came out, so I think it was probably just like a bunch of weird shit coming out at one time that didn't end up being what people wanted at all. Yeah. And Tekken Hybrid but, also came out. What What's very interesting is that, you know, Guilty Gear was the main, main event last game stage for EVO this past year, which is, you know, good for Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear really deserved it, because uh, for a game that used to be just usually just for the series, Street it was Fighter. cast aside for like Blaze Blue as well, and making a huge comeback. Yeah, yeah, it sold over a million copies. They announced this past week or that over the weekend that it sold over a million copies, which is good, really good. I'm super glad for Guilty Gear, and Strive and stuff like that. And then they announce, you know, new characters with, with Bridget, which is their newest character. And they soft dropped her the next day. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I was watching a role play um, Guilty Gear when Bridget was out, and she said she's like the servers are just filled with people either playing as Bridget or um, you, like like um, a lot of disconnects because it's just overloaded. Yeah. I don't, so, do you know anything about Guilty Gear? Is that a series you really know much or not really? Not not really, unfortunately. She was playing as some character named like Ch- Chips or something. I don't know, but he kept screaming an attack called Sukiyaki Banzai, but she wasn't pulling off the combo, so he kept going, Suki, 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 Sukiyaki, and it just would, like, go that, and it's just, it was driving me absolutely insane. I'm like, oh my god, finish oh, the I combo. Mean, when, when, when the, the game first was coming out, everyone was playing Mei, because you just, Mei, Mei is one of the, the more bouncy characters and she summons aquatic animals to help her and her her most famous 
One is to launch a dolphin at you, and just she just yells out Totsugeki, and then it has so much good range that everyone was playing May and just launching fucking dolphins halfway across the screen, and you just hear Totsugeki, 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 and people are going fucking crazy. <laughs> okay, that's I was trying to remember like that the character I'm thinking of because I've seen yeah I've seen shirts of um. Carlson knew it. You probably have seen this one. It's like her on the back of a dolphin. It just says, I think it says Totsugeki in kanji. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just... it does. So I kept seeing that, and I like for a while I was like, I, I never got a good look at it. So I'm like, is this just a weird stylized Tifa, like in her, like, because I thought I saw her in like a cowboy outfit. I like misread it. He's like, oh, is this like her dolphin yeah. uh, kick or whatever? No, it was not. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a Stotsugeki. I, I, I need to wear that. And then Mujihi just hates her. Mujihi just hates her. I kind of want to buy it just so I can give it to him. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm glad. And the whole thing with this is, you know, Bridget, when they announced more character info about her they they revealed that you know she's a trans girl Mm -hmm. or trans woman and everyone was going crazy about this and I'm, i'm very happy i'm i'm so happy that you know they were able to release a character like this and kind of probably boast about it without any weird backlash so yeah, they. Speak. What 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 do I remember of Bridget is they always kind of fell in the meme category, because it was back when like and forgive me for using the term, um, it was back when people were really into doing trap stuff, and like they would always reference Bridget. So like I didn't know if Bridget was meant to be a joke or not. So the fact they kind of just like decided to take the the character back in a way, and just be like, no, they're trans. This is how they identify, and like the community was so accepting of it. It's kind of nice to see, like, yeah. a comeback of that where it's not that, like, previous incarnation is just, like, not, like, it's just gone now, which is nice. Yeah, so I'm I'm very happy about this because, you know, it shows that as, as a community for the fighting game community, you know, as much as we made, just made ribs about the Smash community and half of them being pedophiles, it... it it's kind of nice to see that everyone is very accepting mm-hmm. about this situation. And I'm very, very happy about that. Yeah, like, there's a couple um, couple of my friends who are streamers who are, like, very excited for it. Because, like, this this is, like, the second character in a row that they've, like, actually had, like, good representation where it, like, feels genuine. And it, it seems like they finally, like, um, it, like it shows understanding of their community, especially with the way they're handling them as well. Cause there's another character, I think it's Testament who's non-binary and they even went out of the way to make sure the voice actors they got were non-binary as well. Yep. So like the, it was not like a half-assed attempt. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm very happy of how, how arc system is really handling guilty Gear and making it, making it more acceptable, especially with characters like Testament and Bridget, mm. you know, that's, that's so very important. And especially just making it 
normalized. And that that's the thing that really makes me such very, very happy about this. As the dog next door is just going freaking crazy right now. Yeah, I agree. I would say you can, can't hear Rhubarb, but thankfully I think she's finally asleep. Yeah, you know, there's there's one more thing I kind of wanted to talk to you, you specifically about now, because mm. this is something near and dear to our hearts, and this is a common writer now. As mm. much as I love talking about writer and and Tokusatsu stuff with 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 Timber, Timber just it flies over to his fucking. Well, it's kind of like so. when Timber talks about any video game to us, where it's like, oh, remember when we talked about Bionicles, Timber? Remember when we all knew what that was? <laughs> By the way, they just announced today. They are in they're going to they're going to show Ultraman Shin internationally. Oh, nice. Did they show so they they That's they showed Shin Godzilla, never mind. I was trying to think if that one came out or not. Yeah, Toho Toho has a much more bigger leash with Godzilla than than their other Tokusatsu properties. I also didn't know that um Evangelion Rebuild was part of this because in Japanese it's called Shin Evangelion, so that's what started this, like, his yeah. Shin series, so, like, most people don't realize it's not, like, just Ultraman, Kamen Rider, whatever. No, it started with Evangelion. Yeah. I hope they do Shin Go Ranger. I know they won't, but I just really want them to do that. I really want them to do Shin Sentai as well. As well, you know? It'd be very nice... And th there are talks that, you know, how would you do Sentai? Because it's a, an ensemble film. It would mm. have to be an ensemble film. So it would be very interesting on how they do that. So I I have lo I've looked up nothing about Shin Ultraman. And apparently Hideo Kojima loved it. But he's just he's just a film circle jerk person. So I don't I think any any film he considers in person to go watch he'll love mm -hmm. so but it's I'm, I'm happy that they're gonna do shin ultraman and then that means i'm s hoping they are gonna do shin common rider they seem to be pushing rider a lot more in the west like we're getting we got zero one we're getting blu-ray release for kuga and yeah was there another one as well the Futo PI is doing very, very well in Crunchyroll anime. So that's good. That's really, really good. Um, we're also going to get Gavin. Oh, that's right. Gavin was the other one. Which is an odd choice, but I'll probably grab it. Just because, like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. I want more weird stuff. Because then maybe we can get Metal Hero. Yeah, if we, if we can get Shin Metal Hero, too. I wouldn't mind that. Have them have them face off with Deca Rangers and stuff like that too. Mm -hmm. Give me more reasons to include Deca Ranger people in in series again. I mean, hell, their their movie Q Rangers Q Ranger as popular as Q Ranger was initial initially, you know their their main success was when they were like, yeah, we're gonna combine Deca, Gavin. And Q Ranger. That was their major success for Sentai that year. Yeah, was that... the fact that they were gonna do all three of those those properties in one big movie. So 
and one overarching movie that even continued on in t- Decker Rangers ten years after. So, I'm I'm very happy. And one of the weird things that was also kind of announced yesterday was that they're gonna do a Western comic release of Kamen Rider Zero One. So it's like an original yeah, like. Story or are they taking the I manga? No, they gave no info about it. We don't know if it's an adaptation, a sequel. We we don't know, but it looks like it's an adaptation because the characters that are there are there. Mm-hmm. And the cover it looks nice. I've I've sent you the image of the cover mm-hmm. as well. It looks nice, and I'm hoping that it does well. It's done by Titan Comics and Titan Comics. They are very, uh, they are a good comic company, so I'm very interested in how they got the licensings for this because Marvel is doing the Ultraman comic series, which is really good. I would highly recommend if you are able to pick up the the comics for Rise of Ultraman, go and pick it up because they're also doing Rise of Ultra 7 now this coming year, and I can't fucking wait. Mm -hmm. And they're introducing them into a Marvel universe where it's has Spider-Man and all that stuff too. I really hope they bring back Supaidaman in this series as well. But that, that's just a small home. But I'm just very happy right now of how they how Tokusatsu is kind of kind of shifting into internationalizing. Yeah. I'm happy that Subrai is finally pushing that button now. It just it's nice to get have easier access to this stuff now and like I I as much as I was, you know, I, I I liked getting the free fan translations of stuff. It's just nice to be able to get a hold of it and it be more widely like available. Cuz like it got it was really yeah. annoying sometimes when like, oh, the episodes 10 through 13 are missing. Neat. Does anyone have them? Oh, look, incomplete mirrors. I have to go to a website that's like chock full of viruses. One dude was like here, I have a website. Just get an old laptop so you don't have to worry about it and go on here. I'm like, I don't want to download a bunch of viruses to my computer. You get that part, right? Like, I don't want to, because I still, like, no matter what you get, I still have information on the laptop that it can scrape out. I don't want that to happen. And then nothing's worth watching that way. Just give me the RAWs somewhere yeah. instead. I don't need the fucking translations at this point. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm. I'm hoping that you know what whatever Tokushatsu or, or the the whoever is doing the the inner or the releases for these Kamen Rider Blu-rays. I think it's Shout, isn't it? I wonder if I took shots. Mm. I I I hopefully they have a plan because they also announced that they're going back to Sentai as well with danger man for whatever fucking reason i was like why are you going all the way to danger man do they not oh so they're just going far back they're going far back and it's just like some random ass series it's not like even sun vulcan or anything Dang like that I, I mean i'll get it with sun vulcan I wait guess is it, are they are they sun vulcan are they doing denji man because one of the main guys is also in gavin I guess. Like the same actors in there? Uh, the same actor from Sun Vulcan was Gavin, I think. I thought it was Denji Blue. Hmm. But he was Denji Blue, Battle Kenya, and 
Gavin. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it was DigiBlue. Yeah, so maybe, maybe that's the the the. And I only there. know that because in Gokaiger, they're like, "Hey, we never see you through together." And then three, three of the same dude awkwardly like green screen in together, like, "Yeah, I've never seen him around each other." It was the dumbest shit. You had to be like, <laughs> you had to shit. be like fifty five years old to really fully appreciate the joke. If you're a kid watching it, you're just like, "Why is the same guy there three times? Why?" It's like the like a jet, jet engine just going right over your fucking head. <laughs> but it it's it would be very nice if they have if a they could continue on because you know they stopped at Hurricaneer. Mm-hmm. I want them to do Abba Ranger and and Deco Ranger. They they were too off from those, and those are the two most popular ones. To get a a a major release, or even I don't even know if they did Gal Ranger. Did they get to Jetman at all? No, they got Jetman. They did. They did Jetman. They started from Jetman. No, they did Zoo Ranger, then Jetman, okay. then Die Ranger. They had every series all the way up to Time Ranger. I guess they finally got a deal with um, Hasbro to do more. Yeah. So maybe, you know, like, it'd be very nice if they were like, yeah, we're going to get all the... Uh, one thing that really irritated me is, like, why why DVD? Why didn't you just do the Blu-ray? It's prob- I mean, it's even probably, Kuga, Kuga on Blu-ray is going to be really weird. I can guarantee you it's because uh, Sentai D- Blu-rays sell for more in Japan than Rider ones do. They both are expensive, but it's probably it's probably one cost because DVDs are cheaper and they can still put high or HD stuff on them. But they probably also don't have that could be that, or they might not even have HD files for those. That might be why they're all on yeah on there. So like, because I've even seen like they have SD on Blu-ray for some reason for some stuff. So it's probably just to avoid that because it's just a waste of money. Yeah, but it's it's very interesting. I've I I also they 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 dealt with more information about Kamen Rider Geats, mm. which is. Looking to be very interesting. Yeah, I'm. I need. They are really. I need to look more into it. I'm uh, currently still trying to figure out what the hell's going on in Revice because I didn't watch any of it. I've just been like keeping up on reading synopses of it every week. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, Geet seems like a series that. Even even with Revice, I was kind of like lukewarm on Revice because I I knew they were doing anniversary stuff, so I was mm-hmm. kind of tempted my expectations about it. So I didn't really watch it after that first episode, but I'm very very excited for Geats, mostly because of the fact that, hey, they might do a modernized Ryuki, which I hope they do because. It's been a while, mm-hmm. and I think for the crowd, I think it's 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 right for them to do Ryuki. Oh, Granted, yeah. you know they they got a lot of shit. Toei did. They they even got into some legal problems because of the fact of how Ryuki was. But but who knows? Um, they haven't called themselves common writers yet, mm-hmm. and I'll be very interesting to know about that. It could be like Gaim, oh, where they call the themselves way, uh, Armored Riders the whole series. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to be called like Desire Riders or something mm-hmm. like that to 
to kind of match what the belt is because it's called the desire driver or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, one also thing is uh, Futo Pi is doing very well. Um, this past episode, episode two, was the first time we saw the transformation. And I had to like look up what the show was about because I was confused because I thought at the end of Double, Philip was gone, but then he's back. Mm. But yeah, did they just he came back at the the movie? Were they just not able to get his actor for a lot of Shoda. stuff? Yeah. Okay. He wasn't a- they weren't able to get Shoda because Shoda uh, Mitsaki Suda has been balloon in popularity after okay. yeah. after Rider. Because like so. for a lot of things, they just kept having um, Common Rider Joker all the time, and I'm like, "Where? What happened to the other guy?" And then I'm like, "Oh, he died." I'm like, "But then he came back." And I was like, "Oh, this is just this is just a legal thing. They can't just get they just can't get the actor again because that happens a lot." Yeah, I mean that's what happened with the Dano guy for a long I'm... time. Yeah, one one of the things that really you know it, this is one of the things I get to talk to at least someone that kind of might understand my point of view about this. One of the things that is really upsetting me about Tokusatsu right now, and what I'm fearing, what I'm really really fearing is, you know, I'm very happy for the success of Futo Pi. Mm-hmm. However, I'm very scared of the success that it's going to garner because I have a bad feeling that I'll, they might give up on live action. Yeah, I could see that happening with Super Sentai. I could definitely see that transition to anime. I think Rider is still too popular as a live action thing for them to drop that entirely. Hmm. But I, I could definitely start you know, see them the, doing more, more side stuff that's anime. With the success of... The, uh, Futo Pi and Gridman and and Diageman, which is also old Sentai or old Tokusatsu properties mm. that just became its own anime, and it, it became immensely popular. So, I'm I'm very scared at the future of what Tokusatsu is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Futo Pi, granted, you know as. I knew it would be difficult to get Misaki Suda. None of the voice actors returned, or the original actors returned, to to voice their writer. Um, I'm kind of bummed out about that. Um, this is a Futo Pi is a sequel to Double Kamen Rider Double, and you need to have at least watched all the way up until Eternals movie, so their single movie after. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact they reference so much things in that movie or from the series overall, and it's it's a good sequel series. But if you do not watch Double or had no idea what was going on, I do not understand how you could watch this. That series. makes it weird it's, that they it's put it very niche. That makes it it sounds seems weird that they brought it over, but like with no context for most people. Yeah, it's it's very very niche. It's. it's it's very niche. I mean, it's a good standalone episode, like the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. They kind of explain everything kind of neatly, but they kind of don't at the same time. A lot of it is wink, wink, nudge, nudge kind of thing. Like, they do an animated version of The Darkest Night, which is when Kamen Rider Double first appears, when mm-hmm. he transforms for the first time before the series. And it's it's 
really good. It looked really, really well. However, they did a flash forward without any point of reference of it being flash forward. What happened in between? They don't talk about things that happen in the series, but they mention characters and events that happen in the series. And I'm just like, ooh, this is uh, this is not good for beginner-friendly people that are mm-hmm. just watching an anime who just watch anime. If it, it's very uh, not friendly for that. If you are a fan of Double and Kamen Rider series as a whole. I think you'll be a very appreciative of Futo PI. The animation is actually really, really good. But besides that, I if you're a regular anime watcher, I don't know if I can recommend it. Oh, you'd be this surprised. is coming from a guy that don't watch anime. So you'd be surprised by the type of people who are super into anime that will just watch literally everything that comes out. They don't care. Yeah. They are remaking a... A... Uh, a complete selection modification for the double driver and calling it 1.5 in point of the, the, the anime. But I think they're changing all the voices too because to match the anime characters compared to the the regular the regular one from the uh, complete selection. So if you want an updated version, you would have to get that one. I think the memories are a little bit brighter too to match how the anime is. But you won't get... Misaki Suda, and you won't get the original Philip and Shotaro and the other hijinks. I think you'll get the voiceovers from the, the anime ones instead. So they also announced this like really weird like phone case. For some strange reason, they've been doing these phone cases where the belt is just soldered onto the back of the yeah, case. Yeah, it's weird. It's not. It's not really comfortable. Like it. Like, it it's really weird. Holding like a phone. Fu- I think it's only for the larger phones, too. If you don't have, like, the big-ass iPhones or, like, Galaxy phones, it will look very, very weird just holding up a fucking double driver thing. And you can shove in the fucking memories in it, and it's just, like, so weird. And it's just, like, how to show that you're a fucking weeb without showing you're a weeb? Without telling people that you're a weeb. Yeah, that's that's my rant about Tokusatsu as of right now. I wanna, I'll, I'm gonna try and catch up. I always tell myself every season, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna catch up with this show and actually be on, um, like I caught up with it and I just never get to it. Maybe I'll finally with Puto Pi doing well. Maybe like we'll get double and I can finally watch through that. If you know, that's that's the thing. That's a lot of people were like, why start with Kuga? I understand why you start with Kuga, mm-hmm. but why don't start with Double, the series that is getting a sequel out? <laughs> yeah, also arguably the most popular one in Japan as well. Like it's the the big one. Why, why don't you just start with Double? All right. Uh, let's. Shall we move on to questions? Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot else going on, and I uh, looked at the. We have a puppy cam, and I just see my girlfriend and the dog asleep on the couch, so. She's probably waiting for me so she can go to bed. So the dog doesn't bark or anything. Um, let's see. We have a couple questions from my server. Um, first one's from Miles. What makes a game good? What makes a game a good or bad stream game? For example, I know Pokemon tends to do very well, but maybe Super Bomberman wouldn't. Um, when it comes to what's a good stream, like good or bad stream game. It's really down to you. Like, I remember telling someone at one point that Darkest Dungeon would probably not be that interesting of a stream game, but then they end up having a lot of success with it because it worked for them. 
Uh, it all comes down to your channel, your community, yourself, and the game. There are some games I think are terrible all around. I think Zeno, Zeno Saga is not a good stream game. However, people do speedrun it, and there are people who are dedicated to it. But it just depends on what you want to look at for a good or bad. Are you talking about good or bad for people to enjoy or good for growth? Um, so it can be a bunch of different things. I will say if it is not very engaging and there's no way for you to make it engaging, um, it could be personally not very good for you. I know you haven't streamed too much in a while, Ken, so I don't even know if you can really answer this question because you played Shenmue, but... I mean, the thing is, I think games that are fairly story-heavy weren't doing it. Like, remember, because I, I streamed Yakuza mm. and Shenmue, and that wasn't getting anything. But when I was playing Breath of the Wild, yeah, I was getting more numbers than I was uh, ever imagined as a small-ass fucking streamer mm -hmm. at the time when I was streaming. I think it also, that also kind of gives into, well, is there... It good. It, it does what your community does yeah. because I would think like not story heavily games, but games that really requires that you you alone should be taking a part of this journey, not you and hmm. several hundred other people. <laughs> yeah, it really comes out of it because like I think JRPGs are fine stream games, but I think they're bad to start out with because they're hard to grow with unless you already had some growth there, or if you're doing something particularly special with it. But I feel like there's some you just like the games will eventually be good or they will never be good. It's just really down to you and whatever you're trying to do with it. Like, I think if you're starting out, don't play anything that's overly popular or competitive like Fortnite or something like that. Well, I will always think those are terrible unless you're very good and popular already. So, yeah. Also, apparently that's the only question we have. <laughs> that's the only question we have. I thought there was another one, but it was someone was asking where they could find a link. This website, this uh, podcast is audio. We don't have a video version of it anywhere, and we don't do it live because of time zones. Yeah, we don't do it live, but according to Timber, this is a video. video yeah, he says show. thanks for watching, but like for me, it's right now 10 p.m., and for Ken, it's like what, like 4 or 5 p.m.? It's 5 p.m. Yeah, and for Timber, it's an hour ahead of here. So, like, working. yeah. <laughs> so, like, we can't ever do it live just because of time zones and stuff. But yeah, that's it. That's all the questions. Plus, you'll just see me be miss missing half of the podcast when Timber just goes off. Yeah, we don't we don't need and video. Like, Ken, where'd you go? <laughs> we don't need video footage of uh, Timber telling us about indie games. But yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That's all we had here. It's been a quiet month. Like this, the past, like we're at the part of summer where it's really quiet all around on Twitch, just online. I'm sure once it starts getting cooler again, this is the first summer people have been able to actually go out and do shit. So it's been very quiet yeah. online. So um, thank you, yeah, for the question. If you guys listening, um, join my Discord server or just tweet at the pod of stores and we'll answer your questions on the, the podcast <laughs> anytime. And it can be about anything. <laughs> it can be even unrelated to anything that we're talking about. Throw us a curveball sometime. That'd be great. Yeah, we just like to talk and just go off topic, apparently. <laughs> yeah. It's not really a, a hard gaming-based podcast. It's mostly old men grumping about stuff and then video games and then questions. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to... <laughs> I, I was I was talking to people on... I was talking to my other two co-hosts on Ongaku to You, and they were like, so what, what, 
what drives you to do that podcast? I go, it's the only way that I'm just allowed to just talk about, shoot the shit, so to speak, and talk about gaming mm-hmm. occasionally. I can't do that with Ongaku. Yeah. Because we are fairly uh, regimented on how our things are. But apparently, it's only me anyway doing that shit. Mm. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> But yeah, that's but yeah. that's all we got. Uh, where can people find you, Ken? As I just talked about, you can find me on my Japanese music-based podcast called Ongaku to You, where we talk about the top hits of the Japanese music industry. You can find it out on all the lovely podcast streaming services by looking up Ongaku to You. You can follow the lovely social links that we have on Instagram and Twitter at Ongaku to You on those two websites. You can also see the latest news from the Japanese music industry at ongakudio.com we have a couple of neat little tidbits there that I was able to go out and do by myself where we just did interviews and we were able to do a I'm using quotes here behind this behind the scenes look at certain things that were happening for a Japan Expo in Paris, which was very interesting, and got to see some French weebs try to sucker up some Japanese singer, and it's very, very interesting. But yeah, <laughs> you can look it up at ongakadu.com. <laughs> you can follow me personally on Twitter at otyken1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Aina Aibo, Roboko Herobo, Joshi Pro Wrestling, and random things that my daughter does. Not not Joshi Pro Wrestling though. Not yet. I mean, um, like, not yet. I I got suckered into like. So what what are you gonna do for your child? I go if I if I was there, <laughs> I don't know if I would make her sing, dance, or <laughs> go into pro wrestling. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm wearing my my Dad of the Year shirt very very hardly. <laughs> Where can we find you, Kim? You can find me uh, Monday through Friday on twitch.tv slash Hunter, uh, where I play JRPGs because my hands are in the worst shape of my life. And also you get to see my currently 12-week-old Borzoi puppy. Uh, she is a nightmare. I love her. And um, she mostly sleeps and then causes havoc and then goes back to sleep. And that's been my life for the past four weeks. Um, and we're not even at we're not even at like the teething phase yet like the actual teething phase when they're like raptor mode starts so it's been fun other than that you can find me on tiktok twitter um and youtube if you want to find my stuff all at cody hunter and if you would like to follow my dog on instagram her account is rhubarb borzoi r-h-u-b-a-r-b b-o-r-z-o-i borzoi is the breed that she is and i update that more frequently than any other social media that I have. Um, <laughs> but I post pictures of her up there. If you want to see puppy pictures and videos and her doing weird stuff, like carrying around her food bowl and throwing it in the kitchen while I was streaming because she just wanted more food. We had fed her. She's not hungry. She's not starving. We're not starving this poor dog. She just She's just testing. She's, she's just testing. She you. is. She's just seeing what she can get away with. And we just look at her. We're like, honey, we already fed you. And then she, she doesn't toss it angrily. She just drops it. She just go look on Instagram or my TikTok and you can see a video of her jauntily running by with her bowl in her mouth. But yeah, you go do that. That's the, I don't have kids. I'm a millennial in my 30s. I have a dog. Yeah. 
But thank you for listening to this episode of Potosaurus. We will see you guys next time for episode 69. Hopefully it will be a fun one. Nice. 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 Nice.